WTEL podcasts are powered by Stanley Steamer Air Duct Cleaning, Delaware's clean air experts. Call 1-800-STEAMER. Uh, something curious, not getting too much attention in our media, but across the pond, the French Navy appears to be ready to intervene in the high seas to prevent further clashes between French and British fishermen over access to scallops. Yeah, scallops. Actually, one of my favorite seafoods, but uh, I digress. Joining us live from uh, Paris, Jason Walsh, Europe correspondent, the New European of Great Britain, Business Post of Ireland, Straits Times of Singapore, the Christian Science Monitor. Hi, Jason. What's this conflict all about? Good afternoon, Alan. Yeah, it's a, a real throwback to the 1970s with uh, when Britain had its cod wars with Iceland. Uh, the mood music in the background, of course, is Brexit, but what's really happening is that French fishermen for about three weeks have now been uh, ramming and throwing stones at British fishermen in French waters uh, over the right to, 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 to fish for scallops. Um, I don't know how much detail your listeners want on this, but the uh, current uh, French regulations only allow the French fishermen three or four months of fishing for these particular ships shellfish, whereas the British are allowed a, a full 12-month period. The French fishermen claim that this is, of course, causing young scallops that shouldn't be uh, fished to be taken out of the water. Uh, what started as a kind of slightly absurd sort of phony war between fishermen it has escalated to the point where the governments have got involved. Uh, the French agriculture minister has now said the French Navy is ready to intervene, and the um, British Environment Minister Michael Gove has said that this is a matter for the French to sort out and they need to stop these uh, these boats from being rammed. I mean, the solution would be if both sides had the same uh, parameters, right, where the season was the same for both. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would think that both being EU countries, at least for the moment, that would be the case, but actually it's a very complicated matter. Um, the EU rules aren't exactly uh, the same, so a lot of countries like Britain and for example, Ireland gave up a lot of fishing rights in return for agriculture rights. The common fisheries policy was traded for common agricultural policy and so on and so forth. A lot of horse trading involved. Um, but in this case, the, the, the restrictions on the French government are purely a domestic uh, restriction issued by the French government rather than the EU uh, just to in, in order to preserve these scallop stocks. Now, they, of course, claim that this is the reason they're attacking the French, the, the, sorry, the British ships and because the British ships are taking young scallops that are, are uh, immature and, and haven't bred, and therefore they're, they're endangering long-term fish stocks. Um, the British, of course, respond, that's a matter for the French government. The French government need to change their laws and so on and so forth. They, I mean, <laughs> it's, a, it, it's sort of the ultimate phony war, but as I said, the, the background music to this all is, of course, Brexit. This, this is unlikely to have occurred without the, the, the mm. Brexit situation going on. But, but to be clear, the, the Brits are fishing in French waters or international in, waters? In, they're fishing in international waters that are controlled by the French. They're entitled to be there by international law. Uh, they're entitled to be there, in fact, by French law. Uh, the French fishermen are not entitled to be there by French law, and that's what the dispute is fundamentally about. Um, what, what you have to understand is within the EU, um, your own territorial waters are open to other countries by agreement. So, for example, one of the, the great disagreement, one of the great reasons for Brexit on, in, in, in the maritime counties has been that uh, Spanish fishermen have wider access to British waters than British fishermen do and so on and so forth. So you get these kind of strange anomalies and that's fundamentally what the French fishermen are objecting to. They want access to their own waters. Uh, they say that they're being hampered by their own government uh, while the British are being given free access. And what would the French Navy do then? 
<laughs> uh, presumably, st- presumably stop them ramming each other's boats. I mean, there is a serious side to this. I mean, Britain had three cod wars in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s with Iceland. Iceland, not an EU country, of course. Uh, the end result was because Britain cares a lot less about its fisheries than Iceland was that Iceland won. One man died, uh, but both navies did get involved. There, 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 were, there were no shots fired, but there was certainly a lot of kind of action in, 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 in the North Atlantic. Um, these kind of territorial disputes can be quite serious. Even you know, I realize it seems quite comical, and, 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 and it is, let's face it. Um, but, uh, you know, it is fundamentally a kind of sovereignty dispute. Who controls these yeah. waters? Who is entitled to be in them? Who is, who, who, who is entitled to take what? Now, the latest development is that the, the French have just caught a lot of uh, rare bluefin tuna off the British colony <laughs> of Jersey. Um, the British aren't allowed to fish for tuna at this time of year, but the wow. French I mean, it's unbelievably complicated, you know? And, you know, now I'm, I'm surprised. I guess in the past we've had a few U.S.-Canadian disputes in the waters. I'm kind of wondering why we haven't heard about, uh, since France has uh, two islands off Newfoundland, Canada, St. pierre Miquelon, whether uh, there's been some confrontation there we haven't heard about. I think you're going to hear a lot more about that to do with shipping rights and the oil. If they ever find oil, St. pierre Miquelon could become quite controversial. <laughs> well, you know, I've, I've always said uh, that uh, among all the conflicts in the world, sometimes what we take for granted, water, whether it be drinking water or the water of the high seas. I mean, that's the bonanza. That's even ahead of petroleum, perhaps. It, it, it's the story of the world, and water is so precious, and uh, as are the agricultural and, and mineral rights that goes with it. Absolutely. I mean, there is a kind of technical dispute between France and, uh, sorry, between Denmark, uh, no less, and Canada, over a sort of small island oh, somewhere over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot about that one. That's right. Yeah. Well, fascinating. All right. Well, Jason, thanks for joining us. Thanks for diverting us from uh, controversies like our U.S. Supreme Court nominee today. Appreciate it. All the best. You're most welcome, Alan. Enjoy talking to you. Jason Walsh, Europe correspondent of the New European of Britain, the Business Post of Ireland, the Straits Times of Singapore, the Christian Science Monitor, live on WDEL from Paris. He's just back from Australia.